1: Of the radio show, and we're talking pro-bouncy ball, are around-the-clock coverage of the Dame Lillard trade talks. Why, why is Dame Lillard not interested? And the Clippers and Celtics both reached out about acquiring the Blazers guard. Is it true that Zion Williamson has shown no interest in developing his game and what is that story about? What's your viewpoint on Paul George saying that Russell Westbrook has changed the whole culture with the Clippers? And how do you react to the Spurs shutting down Victor Wembanyama after only two games in the Vegas Summer League? He will not play in another game. We'll talk about all of those angles and much more right now. Here it is, our number two. Not a blinking no 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 not blinking welcome in the beginning of another hour of the ben mallard show we are in the air everywhere hanging out right next door as we soak up all the hot take vibes here coast to coast border to border and beyond on the and uncharacteristically powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the goose, the wild goose chase as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we are back at it the night before, the Palooza 2023. Still a few slots available. If you want to get one, I cannot guarantee you'll be on the talent show, the Palooza, if you do not reserve a slot. So call up, talk to Koopaloop or send a message on Twitter there, and we'll try to get you locked into a spot. And You can win the Palooza. Jay Scoop and Just Josh have won this many times over the years. Jay Scoop, not, not entering the talent show this year that'll open it up for other people to win the talent show but our lead this hour coming from pro bouncy ball that's right a lot of dirt flying around the association much of it involves in the summertime a certain guard from the Pacific Northwest consider this our obligatory maller monologue about the disgruntled dame time and if you've not heard the latest perhaps not another day another plot twist in the Damian Lillard story. So here's the latest. Dame Lillard has rebuffed rebuffed interest from the Austin Celtics and the L.A. Clippers. Both teams said to have inquired about the availability of Dame Lillard and the playability, meaning that Dame Lillard was okay with heading to Boston or Los Angeles, and uh, the Celtics and the Clippers were both told – No, a resounding no, according to Shams Sharania, the man that has all the answers unless Woj has them, and says that Lillard continues to want to be in Miami, and I don't want to be anywhere else. I want to be in Miami, 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 Miami. All right. So let us discuss the question on this one. Why, why is Dame Lillard not interested in joining the Clippers or the Celtics, considering both teams pretty good teams? Pretty good teams. So I've got KFC deputized and indictment. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a sour puss, which is what Dame Lillard has on his face right now, thinking about only going to Miami and nowhere else. So, number one, uh, Dame Lillard right now is following the script. If you watch pro bouncy ball, you know that many people believe with their tinfoil hats on that all of this is scripted reality. That is professional wrestling. Everything is planned out in advance. And so Dame Litter wants to play for the Heat, come hell or high water. And he that's it. Right? I mean, he's he wants to play there. He don't want to play anywhere else. And in order to force the Blazers' hands, he has to be a tough ombre. He has to do it. Right. In fact, in many respects, he's going full KFC here. You don't have to be a tough hombre to eat at KFC, but he's going KFC because he's he's getting that double-down sandwich, which is occasionally on the menu there at KFC. He's doing the double-down sandwich is what he's doing there. No potato wedges, just the double-down sandwich, and no wavering. No wavering. No, 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 no. Now, Lillard would be better off with the Clippers or the Celtics. He would. Both those teams have solid rosters, Now, Miami was in the NBA Finals, but that was a bit of a fluky thing, right, that Miami got to the NBA Finals. The heat culture and all that. But if you look around, Jimmy Butler, both teams have solid rosters, but Jimmy Butler is not going to give up his alpha position. He's like, hey, I'm the alpha. He ain't giving up the alpha position, Jimmy Butler. So he's the alpha. And you look at Jason Tatum with the Celtics and Kawhi Leonard, with the Clippers, these guys are much more passive. I think every man, woman, and child can agree with that. And they would be more inclined to sit in the passenger seat or even the back seat while Dame Lillard does his thing. And Jimmy Buckets is hardwired with Java. He's got the uh, the, the battery acid, and he does not genuflect to anyone, whether it's Damian Lillard or anyone else. He's not going to sit in the passenger seat and ride shotgun. Uh, of course, the only one in the NBA that's really allowed to ride shotgun is John ja Morant, but you know, hey, lame jokes are on Friday. But Jimmy Buckets, he doesn't back down, and Shams tells us the framework of a Lillard trade is in place, but it's up to the Miami Heat to trade some of their players that the Blazers don't want to get more draft picks so they can then flip those draft picks down the Oregon Trail and have Dame time go to Eastern Standard Time and play for the Miami Heat. Now, turning the page, Dateline, New Orleans. The Bayou, we go. And uh, the boys of the NBA, the Pelicans making some headlines here. Zion Williamson, he's back in the news. Yeah, is there more baby mama drama? Uh, uh, no, nothing new on that. Of course, the the young lady who started all of that has been banned, banished from Twitter. Maybe she's on threads now. So now, as we advance the story, Zion Williamson's game is getting attacked. His skill set is being attacked. NBA insider and occasional Fox Sports Radio contributor Rick Bucher, discussing the Pelican star recently questioned whether or not whether or not Zion Williamson is developing skills outside of dunking and overpowering defenders on the blocks. And the longtime NBA gas bag Rick Buecher said, "What about the floaters? Of course, he might have floaters in his eyes for all I know." But he said, "What about the floaters, uh, the under, the up and under layups, the pull-up jumpers from the elbow, and all of that?" He wants him to bring the dipsy do. Is what he wants. And so, is it true? Is it true that Zion Williamson has shown no interest? in developing his game. So, now, I don't know whether it's true or not. We do not know whether it's true or not. But my opinion piece on this is that the New Orleans Brass, what they did here, and I've been around enough to know when I when I can, can I kind of sniff this stuff out, and I sniff it. It doesn't smell good. That is a plant that somebody, I don't know who, for the Pelicans, that sounds like it came from an executive for the Pelicans. That That this right here. They deputized Rick Buecher, and they said, okay, I want you to toss this out, and and, and here's the story. We want Zion to work on all these things. He's not doing it enough, and so we want you to put this out there in the media. And uh, we want him to go into the laboratory and start developing the raw ingredients to become a powerhouse. But they're using the media to motivate Zion Williamson. Why? Because the... Pelicans Brass know when Zion is not scanning booty models on OnlyFans that he loves the socials, right? As our friend LeVar Arrington likes to talk about, he's part of the zombie generation that are always on the video games and the phones, and that's all they do. And so they're using the Pelicans, a cloak-and-dagger way, to get under the skin of Zion to try to motivate him to make Rick Buecher look like a, a country bumpkin. And final point. All right, let's go to Los Angeles. Hello, Los Angeles. The people's team. Paul George, by George. Paul George filling up the content machine on the show. We thank Paul George for that. He is going gaga, not Lady Gaga. He's going gaga for Russell Westbrook, that he is back in Clipperland for another year to play in front of Clipper Daryl. Uh, He talked about how happy he was, Paul George, to have his buddy, Russell Westbrook, back together there and how much he means to the team. And then he dropped something, which is what we call in the radio business, the money quote. We got the money quote. All right, what's the money quote? Here's the money quote. So Paul George said just that small stint that he, Westbrook, had with us, bro, he just changed the whole culture. The whole culture. He played like a, a very small percentage of the NBA season last year. So what is your viewpoint? Here's the question. What is your viewpoint on Paul George saying that Russell Westbrook changed the, quote, whole culture with the Clippers? So this is not just an indictment. This is a scathing indictment on podcast pay. Does he even realize what he's doing here? Now, I know you're trying to slobber all over Russell Westbrook and slobber, 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 and giving him the manny and the petty and talk about how wonderful he is. I get that, but is PG-13 obtuse? Like, I, Seriously, I, I, I don't understand. He and Kawhi Leonard, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, are the culture of the Clippers. They've been there for several years. Kawhi and PG-13 have created... The antithesis of heat culture. Heat culture is all about hard work, blue collar, all that crap. Now, I I overdosed. I overdosed on heat culture during the NBA finals run for Miami. Now that we're past that, I can get back to that. And everyone in the organization, they have this chip on their shoulder and they want to overachieve and they want to show everyone that they're better. The Clippers are the complete opposite of that. They're the epitome, whatever the opposite is. Uh, the Clippers have a roster of spoiled stars who are entitled and they like to float on the lazy river. That's the Clippers under Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Tremendously talented, but they don't give a damn. How do I know they don't give a damn? They coast through regular season games. They even miss playoff games when they could play. Playoffs, right? Leonard and George have been the tent poles for several years. In Clipperland. And if Russell Westbrook changed the whole culture, he was merely cleaning up the mess that Podcast P and Kawhi the Claw left in their wake. All right. Last spot. We go to Vegas quickly. The NBA Summer Pro League, The Wemby Show, has been canceled. You know, certain times, uh, Vegas shows, there's 76 Vegas shows every night. Did you know that? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's 76 shows in Vegas. Comedy, magic, uh, and, and uh, dancing, and gymnastics, and other 76 shows on a given weekend night in Vegas. And you really have to suck to get canceled. Well, Wemby did not suck, but he has been canceled off the Vegas Strip there as the Spurs announcing he will not play any more summer Pro League games. So, how do you react to San Antonio shutting down Victor Wembanyama for the rest of the Summer League? So, this fits the image of the modern NBA. Just the other day, Wemby was complaining about he just wants to play basketball and he has to do all this other stuff. So, of course, the Spurs two days later said, No more basketball for you, no more games for you. Uh, And, of course, Wemby probably loves it. He's 19 years old. He grew up where uh, every player was softer than the other. And that's just the way – that's all he knows, that there's no celebration in hard work and perseverance and that kind of thing. And so even in the summer pro league where you can improve your craft and game situations, no, 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 out of an abundance of caution, out of an abundance of caution, we can't do that. Do the minimum. That's the NBA way, even in the summer pro league. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, i got a line open for the first time all night. You can fill it up right now. eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. And don't forget to call up if you want a slot. I cannot guarantee you one if you don't reserve one tonight we might have some stuff open tomorrow. I cannot guarantee it. It's filling up fast, but call right now. Operators are standing by 877-99-Fox. You got to you want to do a stand-up routine? You want to do impersonations? Our friend from Australia, the Aussie guy has been very good at doing impersonations over the years. I don't know if he's going to call. I don't know if we have any international combatants in this thing, the Maller Palooza. But if you want to be part of it whether it's comedy, music, if you want to do impersonations, uh we we had the Boston Burper has been a celebrity in this thing. Hopefully we'll get the Boston Burper back in this. But the Palooza 2023 is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So after the All-Star game, into the day after the All-Star game. And we will have the Mallardpalooza. 877-99 on Fox is the number. 877-996-6369. The greatest superhero of them all. The greatest superhero of them all. And... Adam Silver, who looks like a lizard person, is letting the cat out of the bag. He's spilling the tea on what has been an open secret. The NBA planning on adding a couple of franchises. Where are those franchises going? You'll find out. We'll get to that. 877-99 on Fox. The number also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. If you want to see what my cookies look like, that sounds dirty, but I sent out a photo of my cookies on Threads which is the new social media platform, Ben Maller on Fox, on threads, and the cookie of the week from the bakery. Homemade. Homemade cookie of the week. You can check those out. And unlike Garcia, these are good photos that were taken. Uh, again, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We get to all that. We will do it next.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: You could be
8: a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternities of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is more than just a call screener. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. And live from the tireact.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Tremendous reviews from the Maller cookie there.
1: Terry in England says, serious frosting. We don't mess around with the frosting. Uh, and Many people uh, telling Eddie to go to hell uh, and uh, just love it. Just love it. They can't get enough of it. You can see the photos right there. On Threads, you can check all that out. We are hanging out with you. Coming up later this hour, we have Mallard of the Third Degree. We'll take some calls. We had a pro bouncy ball heavy Mallard monologue here talking about some of the big storylines in the NBA. Midnight Walker from Syracuse writes in and says, Lillard, Zion, and Westbrook too. Where will they go? What will they do? The NBA drama helps big men make a living. It's truly the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, It's very poetic. Very poetic. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, What else we have? Page down. I can't read that. On the let's take a call. Let's go to John, who's in Lost Wages Nevada. What's going on, John? Welcome.
9: Hey, good morning, Ben. How you doing?
1: (laughs) If I was any better, I'd be in Vegas, but I'm not.
9: Yeah, if I was any better, I'd be asleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why are you awake? What's wrong with you?
9: I've been working nights nice the last couple of weeks, so My it is what it is. My
1: condolences. What kind of work do you do?
9: I'm a pipe fitter with the union.
1: No, oh, okay. You got a good union job there. So uh, there Oh, I'm,
9: I love it, yeah. All right. So I just wanted to say something about that kid that just got taken off the summer league. Why are basketball players starting to act like soccer players? I mean, well, I not, kid- not. They're not starting.
1: They've been doing it for a long time.
9: Well, yeah, but, I mean, when I was a kid and we used to watch the Bulls and the Pistons go at it, but, like, Bill Embiid and them guys, they used to damn throw elbows and fists in a game. of basketball was fun. Everybody played. Now it's, oh, I'm too tired. You signed up for it. And while I'm on this rant, it's like football. I love football. Even now, it's like, you signed up for a contact sport but yet you can't hit each other yeah That's well
1: you you don't want them to be water. you want them to be injured I
9: mean my God no I don't <laughs> I just want to see I want to see the old- school basketball and the old- school football you know what I mean Back yeah well you you're you're,
1: you're, you're, you're dating yourself John right I mean you're dating yourself it's not how the yeah. the, the, the modern uh, the <laughs> culture of today uh, you know we' are probably around the same age right so we we grew up with guys that at least in our eyes, as kids, we like maniacal, and they they had perseverance, and they, they you know yeah. they, they had determination, and oh, things I'm like 44. that. 44. Okay, so we're around the same age. So yeah, we grew up with yeah. watching sports the same way, and it's a it's a lot different. And you know maybe it's better this way for some. I don't know. I liked it when I was a kid, but everything's better when you're a kid. So what are you gonna do?
9: Yeah, everything is better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, so. all right. Be safe out there, to John. Kind of throw that out there, man. Well, and you by the by, by the way, John, you don't want to work during the day in Vegas. Right, come on! Oh,
9: not now, not now! It's 95 degrees at 12:30 here.
1: That's what I'm saying, man. So you you, know, you can't complain working nights. You can't work during the day. It's 150. Oh, hell no. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Go away. All right. Thank you. There's uh, John. He's got the union gig going on, doing his thing. As so we continue on, how about this story now from the wacky, wacky world of the NBA? Adam Silver. Adam Silver talking at the Summer League in Lost Wages, Nevada there about expansion, and he did point out that Las Vegas is being eyed. I said the NBA will turn to expansion once those new media deals are done. The media contracts in the NBA expiring after the 2024-25 season, so they got to get through this year and then one more year. And so the new contracts will likely be done prior to the end of the upcoming NBA season. Silver was speaking at some highfalutin conference. The commissioner mentioned, uh, two cities mentioned by Silver as potential spots for new franchises were Las Vegas and uh, Seattle. He said, quote, there's no doubt there's enormous interest in Seattle. Adam Silver said that's not a secret In fact. It is also somewhat of an open secret that the NBA already has the treasure map. They've already got it planned out to have an expansion team in Vegas and one in Seattle. Now, there have been some rumblings I've heard through the grapevine that they want to make sure some of their lesser franchises are locked in before they put a team in Vegas and one in Seattle in case another team has to relocate. The team often mentioned as a possibility to relocate would be in the bayou there in New Orleans. The Pelicans, New Orleans already losing one team. And so, but Vegas and Seattle, would the NBA do a plot twist, move, say, New Orleans to Vegas and then put an expansion team in a place like Nashville? Would they go that direction? Inquiring minds would like to know. We have the greatest superhero of all time. We'll take some more of these calls right now, though. Get you caught up on everything going on. In the overnight, and here is the merman, a man that vandalized a fountain and got away with it because you can do anything you want in Los Angeles, and
8: you're not a criminal, Eddie Garcia. I don't know about vandalizing just uh, by stepping into it. Yeah, is that yeah, vandalizing? Yeah, yeah, you're filthy. Trespassing. Eddie. How about trespassing? Uh, I think you vandalized. Nah, it's, you, that's, you, you, that's you ridiculous. You dirty the water. Ridiculous. I made that water cleaner. No, I don't know about that. You know, uh, that's that's,
1: you- that's a toilet for the the people out there in the shower for the homeless people. <laughs> so, yeah. I wish they would get in there and clean up a little bit. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller
5: Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
1: Hey, it's Ben, host of the 5th Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the 5th Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
2: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, uh,
8: gotta love this story. Uh, remember we, we heard that Bob Huggins had... Uh, Resigned as head basketball coach at West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed to make sense. I mean, he just got a DUI, and then like weeks before, he was in controversy when he made some remarks on a radio uh, station in an interview. Uh, But Bob Huggins, if you saw this over the weekend, he doubled down on Monday. He says, "I didn't resign." Uh, As a matter of fact, he claims he's still the head coach. Of the Mountaineers, he said he's in rehab yes. and plans on returning to his job when he's, <laughs> he was done with treatment. Now, Huggins said on Monday that the June 17th announcement that he resigned was not written by him, is a false statement by the school, Ooh. and does not inc- did not include his signature. Ooh la la. How about, How about that? How about that? Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put that in your pipe and
1: smoke. And so we're going to get two legal cases now because Pat Fitzgerald's lawyering up. Oh, he's yeah. planning on suing Northwestern. Oh, yeah. And Bob Huggins, it sounds like he's, uh, he's trying to get that, obviously, the money that you don't have to be an insider to know that, that yes. he resigned. Maybe there's less money that he gets. Uh, and so he wants to get the full amount of money. Is there a chance that there's some powerful – who's that – that rich guy in West Virginia, you know, sometimes the NFL will, like, the Saints have trained in West Virginia because there's a really rich dude that owns a resort in West Virginia, and they'll have, like, a casino, and they'll have NFL teams come through West Virginia. If that guy's a booster for the uh, the school, could that person sway West Virginia to keep Bob Huggins? So, you know, in retrospect, now that Bob Huggins went to some highfalutin place in Malibu to have rehab, now
8: we're going to hook him up. And we can keep him around. I would be shocked by that. I would be shocked by that. Yeah. But right. this is definitely a move. To, he, like, he doesn't really think he's ever going to coach there again. He's he's trying to get uh, – I'm sure there's something in his contract, right? There's yeah. details. He can yeah. lawyer up and get some money out of this. He figures he'll coach somewhere there. Rick Pitino
1: coached at Iona for a while before he went to back to the big time at St. John's, or at least the perceived big time. So Huggins will have to go. These guys are all getting old, but go to a smaller school and – how about UC Irvine? He can get uh, Huggy Bear. How about that? No, go Anteaters. The Anteaters. No, that's not going to work. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on chopping down the overnight hours, and we are glad you have chosen to spend some time hanging out with us. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So some of the great audio from the All-Star Game came from Nick Castellanos. Now, Nick Castellanos is a outfielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. So he's in Philadelphia. He's also the guy most famous for hitting a home run while Tom Brenneman was announcing his apology on his final Cincinnati Reds broadcast after a hot mic caught him talking about what many people in Europe call a cigarette, but in America is a fen- an offensive term. So Nick Castellanos is an interesting cat. He's at the All-Star Game in Seattle. He's doing a 1,000 interviews. And some dude goes up to him, and they start talking about superheroes. This guy heard something about Castellanos and his love of Scooby-Dooby-Doo and listen closely let's go to the audio tape take a listen here to nick castellanos you'll hear the question i believe and then castellanos's answer about scooby-doo
8: everyone was asked their favorite superheroes yeah
5: you said scooby-doo sure i didn't realize scooby-doo was a superhero can you kind of explain his superhero lore i mean well first off he's a dog right and he can talk fair enough okay and and he saves he's he's he solves mysteries so I think that a dog that can talk and helps people by saving by solving mysteries, I think, is a superhero. Checks off all the superhero boxes, has special skills and he helps people. Correct. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I gotta tell you he's not wrong. I, I would say if we could figure out a way to to sell technology where your dog could talk, I bet you people wouldn't want it. Because dogs are probably a holes. Right, like, get how me- dare you, man's best friend? No, I love dogs, but if you, if they could talk, say, like, "Hey, get me food, fatty," you know, I need some more water. You, you wail, you know, they'd be, uh, they wouldn't like them anymore if you knew what they were thinking. You don't course,
8: think it- little Bella loves you? No, 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 I'm pretty sure you're right about that I because when she got- ran outside, you basically <laughs> abandoned her and said, "Honey, the dog's gone. I am not going I- after the dog." Bella just randomly walks in circles now. I think she's I know, got doggy dementia, I know. right? I remember it's, when I came over for the uh, yeah, Halloween a, party, she was just aimlessly yeah, wandering throughout my, the my house. My dog's like time. a zombie dog at this point.
1: But no, if you're Eddie, if you could buy technology that your dogs would talk, would you buy it?
8: Probably would, yeah. I I don't know I would. Although I will agree with you that there you may hear some things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. Possible. Because like, your dog
1: sees everything. Nobody takes their dog out of the room when they take a shower or when they're uh, making love or anything like that. The, the dog's there. So uh, the dog sees everything. It could be quite the quite the stories the dog has to tell to other doggies and all that. But I do agree Scooby-Doo's a, a superhero. But th- the question is, is Fred from Scooby-Doo a superhero? Fred no. drives the mystery van. That's not superhero material. What about... Material. Velma from Scooby-Doo, is she a superhero? She's part no. of the team. No, no, just no. just Scooby. If it wasn't for you meddling kids, we would have gotten away with it. Every week. Every week. And they, I like, they always pull the mask off. Some hidden chamber. Of course, we're old. We watch Scooby-Doo. Let's go to Clayton, who's in Michigan. Hello, Clayton. You are next on the Ben Maller Show. We thank you for calling in on Fox. Welcome.
9: Good morning, Ben. Can you hear me? No. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ben Mell, are you there?
1: No, I stepped out for a smoke.
9: Okay. Uh, so this is my thing. Uh, I am uh, a Lions fan for twenty plus, sorry, twenty five plus years. And um, my, my
1: condolences.
9: Yes. 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 And the local and the local media here is hyping the Lions up. They're going to be good. And like, I just don't see it. And also, being uh, two real quick things, I upset at Disney because they didn't uh, cast Lizzo as Ursula in The Little Mermaid movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good line. I like that.
9: And and, uh, um, Zion Wilson's uh, nickname is NBA Porn Boy.
1: Oh, is that his nickname? I did not realize that. I had no idea that was his nickname. I'll have to add that to my, my repertoire there. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to hang up a listen. All to right. Thank, thank, thank you, bud. Be safe out there, Clayton, driving around Michigan. So, I, listen, I agree with the media. I'm, I'm Benny Brightside on the lines. I look at that division, and I think Green Bay at most is an 8- or a 9-win team. If everything goes right, they're an 8- or a 9-win team. And they're downgrading at quarterback. The Bears are going to suck again. So then you got the Vikings. Now the Vikings are pretty good, but if the Lions can take care of their own against the Bears and the Packers and split with the Vikings, they're in pretty good shape. Easier said than done. Uh, I, I, I have the one issue I have is I cannot trust Jared Goff. Goff's actually played better with the Lions than he did with the Rams, and they got to a Super Bowl with the Rams. I just don't trust the guy though. I don't, especially in a big game. Now the good news is you won't play a big game in a while, and the Lions. You look at the, the the depth chart, you're like, yeah, you know, you want to nitpick. The secondary is not particularly great, so that's a bit of a problem. The defensive line up front, uh, they've got Aiden Hutchinson, who's a total stud as a rusher, but like in the middle of the defense, it does not appear to be all that, that great. At least that's what the nerds tell me, but who knows? So, anyway, we'll take your uh, calls, but not right now, actually. Do not call up right now because we have – Coming up here in a moment, Mallor to the third degree. We're going to have Mallor to the third degree. Time now for the Insta Trivia. And here it is. LSU ace Paul Skeens, who was taken number one overall by the Pirates earlier this week. He's the sixth player and the first pitcher to win most outstanding player at the MCWS and go number one Overall in the Major League Baseball draft. Skeens joins blank as the only players to do both in the same year. Fill in the blank. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer. We'll get to it. We have Mallard to the third degree, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best
5: sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: There is a widespread problem of boring sports talk. The Ben Maller Show offers a solution under the cover of darkness. We are 25% more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help us grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Just mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are growing the Maller Militia one new member at a time. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Insta Trivia. We'll have Mallard of
1: the Third Degree coming up. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. Time now for the Insta Trivia. LSUA's Paul Skeen's guy was taken number one overall by the Pittsburgh Pirates earlier this week. He's the sixth player. The first pitcher to win most outstanding player at the MCWS and go number one overall in the MLB draft. Skeens joins blank as the only other players to do both in the same year. You've got to fill in the blank. Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? We'll go page down here, page down. Midnight Walker says Yankee legend Ed Figueroa. Is the way to go. Luke, the vending guy, checks in with Big Daddy Cool Diesel as his answer. Milkman Mike says the only superhero dog. Dino Mutt is the answer. Dontrell Willis, guessed by Justin in the Enchanted Forest. Miguel on Fire going with Tim Spoonie Barger as his answer. Page down. Marcel... Marceau from uh, Matt, the uh, Warrior Raider, former A's fan, triggered by a certain social media platform that we are on now. Who else do we have? Page down, Uh, can't read that. B.J. Surhoff, guessed by our buddy Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Fields of Green going with Mark Pryor. Henrik Lundqvist, guessed by Shane from Des Moines. That's his answer. Brian Taylor, tossed out by Chip in the queue. So who else do we have? Page down. John Rocker from Keith and NorCal. Rick Helling, guest by Chris in Des Moines. Todd Van Poppel from Robbie the Mariner fan. The Bulldog, Oral Hershazer, guest by Art Puffin. The Philly Rob tribute accounts going Mookie Betts. Scott in Rhode Island says uh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo and then uh, he says something about a red rocket. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Uh, let's go with Steven Strasberg. Is it Steven Strasburg? Uh, no, it is not. Jose Albuve, guessed by Alf the Alien Opiner. The correct answer the manager of the Anaheim Angels, Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin is the answer. Here we go. Whee! It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Fire this
5: is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubaloo.
2: The NBA in-season tournament has been rumored for years now, and over the weekend it became official. Oh, thank God. Uh, Now, any fan of the show knows that you aren't a fan of this idea, but how do
1: you think it'll be received in terms
2: of viewership ratings?
1: So it doesn't matter what happens. The NBA will spin this as a success. They will say it was wonderful, the international audience loved it, and... It's It takes time to get its footing and all that. They will manipulate the numbers one way or another. They'll say the algorithms on Twitter are in their favor, whatever. But we will find out how enthusiastic your average NBA player is and your star NBA player. These guys don't like to play in regular season games. These are regular season games. They're they're making this Fugazi playing tournament. And if I'm not mistaken, it's going to take place in early December, right? Isn't it the, the plan? I think it is. Uh, it's, it's before Christmas. That's when normally people start watching. But even the NFL's entered into the fray with Christmas the last couple years. So uh, I I have little, little hope that this will be a success and uh, the NBA will spin it and it is.
2: Next! Uh, what also became official over the weekend was a new five-year contract for Greg Popovich worth $80 million. Where was he
1: going to go? Was he going to go anywhere else? Did he have to go coach the Celtics? No?
2: I don't know, Ben. Well, what are the chances
1: that Pop serves the entirety of that contract? I'm going to go 3%. 3%. Greg Popovich, his birthday is in January, so he'll turn 75 during the next NBA season. That would mean he's going to coach until he's in his 80th year on the planet. The older you get, the harder the travel becomes, even though the NBA uses first-class planes, trains, and automobiles. It really comes down to whether Victor Wembanyama is is as good as advertised. If he's as good as advertised, the Spurs will win. The moment they start losing, Greg Popovich is like, well, they're losing because Popovich is old, and they'll blame him. They'll be ageism. Next!
2: Uh, John Lynch made it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame a couple of years ago, but according to Terrell Owens, he shouldn't have made it in before Cowboy safety Darren Woodson. Ben, is he
1: right? So I worked with John Lynch's father in San Diego. He owned a radio station there, so I'm not going to... It's a non sequitur. What does John Lynch have to do with Darren Woodson? Woodson should be in the Hall of Fame. Is there some kind of cowboy bias? Every year there's a cowboy that gets in the hall of fame. We're supposed to believe there's an anti-cowboy rhetoric. Stop. How'd we do Kubalu? You He passes. That in the is game. a win. I won the game! I won the game! That's a win.
0: I'm Viosa and I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, Love at, first at first listen. listen.